The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling? Make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. Welcome into the show. It is Friday, and it's sort of bittersweet because, number one, it is Friday, which means the weekend's pretty much here. Hallelujah. Looking forward to that. Number two, get to watch some live football this weekend. Watch the NFL playoffs. See if the uh, Saints are going to play Patrick Mahomes. Get to watch the Packers play. And anyway, and then uh, it's also a positive here today because I just poured a hot mug of coffee. Coffee from High Point Roasters in New Albany. Highpointroasters.com. Check them out. Always good to be with you all here in the Bureau. The Farm Bureau Studio, Farm Bureau Insurance, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau, your hometown heroes, your local Farm Bureau insurance agents. Speaking of heroes, though, it's a bittersweet Friday because one of my heroes has passed away. Hank Aaron, Hall of Fame slugger, 755 career home runs. And I guess technically in the record books, it stood for a long time as the, you know, home run king. As far as I'm concerned, and many others as well, he is still the home run king. I'm speculating, but I don't think he ever took a drop of steroids or performance enhancers at any point in his career. He passed away today. He's 86 years old. Uh, Georgia Governor Brian Kemp said in a statement on behalf of the Aaron family, Our family is heartbroken to hear the news of Hank Aaron's passing. Hank Aaron was an American icon. One of Georgia's greatest legends. Just insert America. His life and career made history, and his influence was felt not only in the world of sports, but far beyond through his important work to advance civil rights and create a more equal, just society. The statement from the governor said, we ask all Georgians to join us in praying for his fans, family, and loved ones as we remember Hammer and Hank's incredible legacy. Lana Brave said in a release that Aaron Hank Aaron died peacefully in his sleep. Major, major star playing in small markets, Milwaukee and Atlanta, throughout a major league career that spanned, get this, listen to these years, went from 1954, the year my mother was born, to 1976, the year that I was born. Aaron holds major league records for RBIs, 2,297 of those. Total bases, 6,856 And extra base hits, homers, doubles, triples, 1,477 of those. And he's among the best in history in hits. He's third all-time with total hits, 3,771. He's third all-time in games played, 3,298. And he's fourth all-time in baseball in runs scored, 2,100. 74 of those. What a home run swing. John Cohen, former player and coach at State, 
And uh, now the AD tweeted earlier this morning, most underrated player in history. The numbers do not lie in this case. Way ahead of his time in terms of swing mechanics. A true legend. Huge loss for the game. I tweeted earlier, it's better if I just read it. I tweeted earlier, unexpectedly emotional about the passing of Hank Aaron. Never met him. He was a superhero. And you never consider the world without heroes. Early as I can remember, he represented the ceiling in baseball. There was baseball, and all of it, everyone, could not reach his level. It's kind of how I felt about it. And always will, for that matter. Then, of course, the night that he broke Babe Ruth's record. Here's what it says in one story. A six-foot, 180-pounder Aaron broke Babe Ruth's hallowed home run mark less than a week into the 1974 season. Off of Dodgers left-hander Al Downing in the fourth inning as 50,000-plus fans watched in Atlanta. One of baseball's iconic moments, Aaron trotted around the base pass despite briefly being interrupted by two fans and ultimately touched home plate where teammates hoisted him, his parents embraced him, and then he was interviewed by a young Craig Sager there on the spot. Vin Scully was on the call that night. Once again, a standing ovation for Henry Aaron. So the confrontation for the second time. Aaron walked in the second inning. He means the tying run at the plate now. So we'll see what Downing does. Al at the belt delivers, and he's low, ball one. And that just adds to the pressure. The crowd booing. Downing has to ignore the sound effects and stay a professional in pitcher's game. One ball and no strikes. Aaron waiting, the outfield deep and straight away. Fastball is a high drive in the deep left center field. Buckner goes back to the fence. It is gone. Now, if that won't get you going, if that doesn't light your fire, your wood's wet. I'm just going to say it like it is. That was number 715. And then, of course, Scully. For baseball, what a marvelous moment for Atlanta and the state of Georgia. What a marvelous moment for the country and the world. A black man is getting a standing ovation in the Deep South for breaking a record of an all-time baseball idol. And it is a great moment for all of us, and particularly for Henry Aaron, who was met at home plate not only by every member of the Braves, but by his father and mother. He threw his arms around his father, and as he left the home plate area, his mother came running across the grass, threw her arms around his neck, kissed him for all she was worth. As Aaron circled the bases, the Dodgers on the infield shook his hand, and that was a memorable moment. Aaron is being mobbed by photographers. He is holding his right hand high in the air, and for the first time in a long time, that poker face of Aaron shows the tremendous strain 
and relief of what it must have been like to live with for the past several months. It is over. It's really great, that call. You should go back and watch it alongside Vin Scully's call on the radio. He had, I think, a different call on on television. No, actually, Scully was doing television that night. No, I got it right. Yeah, Um, I was uh, was at 1226 Ferncrest Drive here in Jackson over by the studio, and me and my dad were sitting on the couch, and I jumped up off the uh, couch when he hit it. How about that? Yeah, it's a moment I'll never forget. Doc um, said uh, on the live stream, he says, boy, if that doesn't send chills down your back. You ain't breathing. Yeah, Kyle, same thing. Same thing for me. Whew. Um, Danny said, uh, Hank Aaron had a lot of class and character. Boy, did he ever. And I saw someone, if you go to the Hall of Fame website, uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame website, the first two lines on his bio, the first one says, is a quote from Muhammad Ali. And he said something along the lines of, he, he was the only... Man, I ever looked up to besides me, <laughs> talking about himself. And then it said that Hank Aaron basically set the example for how to be a ball player and how to be a human being. Basically, set the example in both. Sherry said Hammer and Hank was truly something special. And you're right, Sherry, watching and tuning in on Facebook. Doc told me that his dad was at that game, that they handed out a poster of some sort to commemorate the uh, achievement. On the Country Pleasing text line, 885-ESPN-Country-Pleasing-Sausage. On grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast, Jackson Mailman said, Matt, is your mama going to be upset for you putting her business out on live radio? (laughs) Born in 54? Sorry. (laughs) Squirrel says he watched Hammer and Hank hit a home run against the Reds in 73, and he'll never forget it. Boy, I bet. Boy, I bet. Bill and Madison says 20 one times an all-star. Unbelievable. Green Okra says, okay, Matt, you made me cry with the Vin Scully replay. Well, I don't blame you. I was right there with you, and I've got to talk, so I had to choke it back a little bit. Uh, I almost didn't make it. I almost cut it loose. I think unexpectedly emotional. I didn't expect to be. I don't get emotional. and I didn't expect to be as emotional about it as I am. I never met him, but I am. Says a lot. Rebel Rex says, I think Hank Aaron was on an episode of the Fat Albert show and he was also on Sesame Street. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a level of fame. If you get to be on those two shows, you know, especially Sesame Street. And Jimmy, who's watching on YouTube, said, Home run hitters today strike out a lot trying to hit home runs. Hank Aaron didn't strike out that much. Take away the home runs, he still had 3,000 hits, one of the best ever. No question about it. Danny on YouTube says Major League Baseball is missing guys like Hank Aaron these days. Well, what about this? I want to share a couple of things with you. I've got plenty of time here today with you on this Friday. I want to share something with you. This is from 2019, okay, but he was 85. He hadn't quite reached his 87th birthday. He passed away at 86. But he was 85 when he did this interview with Brian Jordan, you know, former two-sport star, football, baseball, does a lot of baseball announcing, and he's an analyst, pregame, postgame, and studio analyst for the Braves now on uh, Fox Sports South. But there was a sit-down, it's about four minutes, sit-down interview, Brian Jordan with 
Hank Aaron, I want to share that with you now. So what memories do you have uh, when you were headed to play for the Indianapolis Clowns? Scared. Scared as I can be when I left to go play with the Indianapolis Clown. I wasn't scared of making a mistake. Mm-hmm. I was scared I was going to miss the train. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I didn't want to miss the train. I wanted to be on time. Now, who was the first guy that kind of took you in, became your friend? A, a, a fellow by the name of William B.G., I think this is him. Mm-hmm. And he was the first one. He was my roommate. He and I got to know each other quite well. We, uh, we got $2 a day meal money. And what we did with that money, money, meal money, we would put it together. We would buy a big jar of peanut butter, big loaf of bread, which you could buy for about 14 cents, and you could eat it all day and all night long. And that was it. Hank, uh, I want to say thank you because watching you endure all that hate and you know, for me, having some of that hate, but always looking back at what you went through and Jackie went through, you made me walk that straight line because I appreciate it so much for what you guys did. Tell us a little bit about that hate. I mean, I can't even imagine trying to stay focused. How did you do that? It was tough. Sometimes you, you, you sit down and you, and you, and you, and you, want, and you want to cry about it sometimes. You think about it and you say, what did I do to make people have this kind of hate toward me, you know, really? I got so that I I couldn't, uh, for a year and a half that I couldn't open a letter, you know, they wouldn't allow me to open mail because they had to have every piece of mail that I had was opened by Secret Service and people like that. It was hard. I had to go out of the back of ballparks instead of going out of the front of the ballpark to go out the back of the ballpark. Tough situation for me for for three or four years there for a while, you know. We've all seen number 715 sail over the left center field fence. When you hit that ball, what went through your head? Number 715? Everything was over with. I thought all of the things that I had been through, times that I was slipping out of the back of ballparks and etc. I, I thought it was over with. I felt I felt relieved. I did. I felt relieved. I felt like I, there was no nothing else for me to do, you know. As you look back at your career and uh, to the present time, uh, what do you what do you want your legacy to be? I want I just want people to realize that in spite of all of the things that I went through, that that I did my very best in spite of, no matter what. You know, I, I, I look at, I suppose, Brian, I look at my life and I say, you know, you, you're lucky in a way and you ought to be extremely pleased in a way at what happened. 85 years old, you know, played for 23 years, you know, and played um, played about as well as I could play, do just about as well as I could do, 
you know, I, I should be pleased with myself. A little bit of uh, that interview. I thought it was really, really special. I wanted to share a couple of other things with you that I found in uh, remembering certain things that he said here later in his life. You know, um, we can all go back and listen to calls when he was young, hitting home runs. But sometimes then you have the perspective of a guy who himself can look back on his career. It's interesting to hear him talk. So I remember this. I was watching this, a Braves game. Uh, so the 2019 season, we didn't really have a 2020 season. Uh, so this goes back to the 2019 season. But he was in the booth with the people on Sunday Night Baseball, including A-Rod. And they got in a lot of conversation during this Mets and Braves game while it was going on, uh, including A-Rod asking him a, a very interesting question that I think a lot of people would love to know the answer to. Now, Hank, where do you think that you got all that power? Did it come from your hands? I think A-Rod really, when you talk about power, I think mostly my power came from my wrist uh-huh. and the arm, my forearms, uh-huh. rather than anything else, you know, because I wasn't, hey, you know, when I got to the big leagues, I weighed 180 pounds, Wow. and I huh. stayed 180 pounds for about 12, 13 years, so I wasn't a very big guy, you know, so I depended on really generating most of my power with my wrist. Now, Mr. Aaron, I'm going to read these stats because they're mind-blowing. 3,771 hits, 755 home runs, 2,997 RBIs, 305. But focusing on RBIs, we've talked a lot about that, Matt and Jess, about, you know, if you talk about the modern-day general manager, he's putting emphasis and more power in other stats. How important were RBIs to you in your career? Very important. The two things that uh, I thought that um, when I started uh, the season off, I thought that if I was going to have a great year, was two things I needed to do was score 100 runs, mm-hmm. bat in 100 runs, mm-hmm. and probably hit 30 or 40 home runs. Okay, okay. That was my, that you was the thing I goals. wanted to do. You know what's interesting? I thought my two most important stats to help my team win every year were only two, runs scored and RBIs. That's right. Because the only way you win, like Joe Torre used to tell me, we got to score runs, baby. <laughs> That's right. Jackie Robinson used to tell me that all the time. Really? He said, the only way you're going to be good for your ball club is to go to home plate, make sure you get the home plate, go back back around and touch it again. Yeah. That's uh, Hank Aaron on that Sunday night game. There was a neat thing that happened in there. Uh, also during that game back in 2019, Nick Markakis hit a home run for the Braves while they were interviewing Hank Aaron. We may have time for it, but at the beginning of this, you're going to hear the announcer quote that great quote uh, from Muhammad Ali about Hank Aaron. Muhammad Ali didn't say this uh, specifically other than to compliment Hank Aaron. The only man I idolize more than myself. Again, one legend to another. And we are so pleased and honored to have Hank Aaron with us in the booth. Well, uh, the only man uh, I idolized <laughs> other than myself. Huh? He was a good manager. Here's when Mark Given is. the opportunity that probably he could be a finding manager as anybody. He told us uh, that in 1977, when you gave him a chance, you let everybody kind of do their jobs and said, okay, I'm going to give you a pretty good club. And at the end of the season, give me one back that's better. Oh, we haven't seen many better swings than that one as Nick Markakis has just tied the game for the solo home run. Yeah, you think about that, JB. A guy like Nick Markakis, of, mm-hmm. of all your career highlights, I mean, one of them has to be for him the fact that on live television in Atlanta, 
he hits a home run while they're interviewing Hank Aaron in the booth on Sunday Night Baseball. I mean, it has to be a career highlight for him. No question about it. Well, so um, Hank Aaron enjoying heaven. And uh, we now kind of figure out what life is like on this earth without him. It's like I said, you know, you don't ever expect to uh, a hero for, for me and for so many of us Braves fans growing up, but really just baseball fans to think, okay, well, one day we're going to be without him. You never think about that. Uh, well, here we are. And so we kind of honor him, tip of the cap. Hammer and Hank, number 44, rest in peace, 86 years old. As far as I'm concerned, the home run king. Somebody brought this up in a story. And I, I think it's, I have to point it out. If I'm willing to point out the other, I have to point this out too. It says, despite allegations that Bonds used performance-enhancing drugs, Hank Aaron never begrudged someone for eclipsing his mark. His common refrain, more than three decades as the king, was long enough. And it was time for someone else to hold the record. The rest in peace, Hank Aaron. Hammerin' Hank. Number 44 in your program. Number one on the list of the greatest of all time. Just getting started with you here on this Friday in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. Stick around.